Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves, embrace the process, and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Welcome to episode six. My name is Ray. Thanks for joining me. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I did. Although, this is the age of COVID, and uh, it didn't go as well as I would have liked. Didn't see some family members that I would have loved to have seen, but still, it was a great day, and uh, I enjoyed it. And despite what's happening in the world today, we still have a lot to be thankful for, right? There's a lot to be thankful for, so we have to acknowledge that at least, right? Today, I want to talk a little bit about runner safety. And I got to tell you, the last four years, runner safety is not something that I've given much thought to until today. I'll explain in a few minutes. I usually lace up, get out there and start running and just be free about it, right? I know a lot of women out there have safety Concerns more than men. Unfortunately, there's more harassment of women than there are of men. But uh, I learned differently on my run earlier today. So let's talk about it. Specifically, a random disturbing incident that happened to me while out on my evening run. When I go out on my evening run, you know, I make I make sure that I have. Reflective clothing. I have my Knox gear vest. That's like a Christmas tree. Lights up. (laughs) You know, you can see it for, you know, I'm sure, you know, at least uh, half a mile away. And uh, so I look like a runner, right? It's November, going into December. And as you know, it gets dark pretty early. And at this point in the evening, after 5 p.m., it's pretty much lights on and stay safe. Today, while out on a four-mile easy run, Things were going well, moderate heart rate, one was really enjoyable. I was running through a relatively quiet neighborhood. The full moon was looking quite nice. I even stopped to take a few photos and videos, as I normally do, those of you that know me. (laughs) The camera is always on, so if you hang around me, you're going to get in the photo some way, somehow, right? But anyway... I could only describe this run as the perfect run, especially with the moon as my backdrop, the full moon. One thing I notice about some people, perhaps those that are not runners, they seem to become curious when they see someone running through a neighborhood with all lit up, right? Some, not most. But perhaps it's out of curiosity, looking at this person running in the dark, looking like a Christmas tree, I guess, tis the season, right? (laughs) So, I was about three and a half miles into my run, and I was running through a relatively uh, dark part of the neighborhood, no street lights, it was rather dark. If you're familiar with Indian River Park in Chesapeake, where the kids go to ride their BMX bikes, and uh, there's the back entrance on Paramount Avenue, 
At night, there are no streetlights, and it gets pretty dark. So as I was running down that road, uh, a car slowed down, rolled up right uh, about probably a, a foot away from me and rolled down their windows and said something. I didn't hear what the per- There were two people in the car. I did not hear what they said, and it was so dark that I couldn't make out. I couldn't give you a description of what they looked like. I don't know whether he was calling me or to come over and ask me for directions, but I wasn't trying to find out. That's <laughs> I was not in the dark going to walk up to somebody's car window to speak to them. Uh, I made eye contact, gave him my standard, I'm not the one look. You know, that's a, us New Yorkers, right? We, we give you that, I'm not the one. <laughs> and just kept on running. But I have to tell you, my pace picked up quite a bit. I think I went from a, uh, a marathon pace to a mile pace. <laughs> I was, uh, in the, area, the the street was pretty lightly lit. Uh, so, yeah, as I picked up the pace, I was about 800 meters away from the well-lit part of the neighborhood with more houses and hopefully more traffic, more eyes. Meanwhile, the car kept following me for about another 200 to 300 meters. Uh, The car wasn't in my peripheral vision, but I took a glance and it was at least 10 meters behind me on my side of the road and going slowly. Hmm, not a good look. Luckily, and I say luckily because I don't know what they were up to, two more cars came up behind them. So they had no choice but to keep it moving without holding up the traffic. So I kept running. And as I said, I was running at a pretty quick pace you know, to get out of here. I was really quite taken aback that somebody would be as bold to just pull up on me like that. You know, So needless to say, I was pretty disturbed by the incident. I've run in the dark before, and this has never happened. And at this point, I, have, I feel that I have to reevaluate where and how I run, what time I run. After all, this is 2020, right? So we have to do everything a little differently. The funny thing is, I had my phone with me, I didn't even think to call someone or, or, you know, turn on the camera, take a few photos. I was just running. You know, as runners, we're just focused. But at the same time, I felt a flight or fight response kick in. You know, adrenaline started flowing. Now I know what it feels like as a runner to be concerned about safety. So I'll definitely do my best from this point forward to talk about it and to acknowledge it, especially when someone is concerned about it. What is it about after dark that makes some people get bold? Can you imagine? You're minding your own business and somebody just pulls up and Whatever it is that they were up to, I I don't know. I don't want to (laughs) know. I guess the old term applies. The freaks come out at night. 
the freaks do come out at night, right? If you are a runner, I'm sure you understand what this must have felt like. If you're not a runner, listening to this, be kind to runners, especially those that are running alone. A lot of people run. It's not something strange that somebody's running through a neighborhood. Trust me, we don't want to be having conversation. We don't want you to stop your car and roll down the window and at night, especially at night. When the streets, you're in your car and you decide to have a conversation? No. Please. No. And that is my story, folks. I lived to talk about it. <laughs> I tend to be a positive person. I didn't really think anything was going to happen. But, you know, hey, sometimes things happen to wake us up, to make us say, hey, you know, be aware. If anything, just be aware of your surroundings at all times. I hope your running stories are good and continue to be better than what I experienced today. Wouldn't want any of you to experience that. And definitely I will not be experiencing that anytime in the future because trust me, I'll be better prepared and more aware of where, when, and how. Right? Stay safe, and I'll be right back. You are listening to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. All right, moving right along. I do not have a guest speaker today due to scheduling restraints and the holidays, of course. But stand by for the next few episodes when I will resume bringing aboard my guest speakers. And you definitely want to tune in for our lively conversations. Background music provided by Andre Louis. Check him out on Twitter. He is at ONJ Music. My producer, Extraordinaire from the UK. I wanted to talk a little bit about runner recovery. Recovery is such an important part of the process, right? And when I first started running, when I was a rookie, 
shall we say. <laughs> I did not know how important it was to allow enough time for recovery. No one told me. <laughs> so I was always experiencing some annoying muscle pains. No major injuries, but I'm sure I was probably heading in that direction if I didn't do the right thing. Sometimes we're so excited about running with all the clubs, our friends, competing in races, etc., that we just keep going. Like the Energizer Rabbit, just keep going and going and going. <laughs> I guess for some people, that's okay, right? To each his or her own. If you want to crush it every day and your body can handle it, by all means, do you. But for many of us, we tend to easily forget that our bodies need to repair the muscles, the joints, and the tendons. That's part of the process. How do you recover? Do you have a specific uh, routine that you go through? I think we all need to have a routine or a plan, a recovery plan. Just as we have a training plan, we should always have a recovery plan. Of course, your recovery starts at least a half an hour after your training. At least it does for me. Hydration to refill your fluid balance. A balanced meal of carbohydrates, fats, proteins. About an hour after running, at least. And of course, your body needs minerals that you sweat out as you're out there on your long run. Don't forget that. Oh, and sleep. As G.J. Khaled would say, that's a major key. Sleep is a very important factor in excellent recovery. You got to get adequate amount of sleep. And of course, there are always ways to actively support your body as well. Enjoy a great massage or go to a sauna, especially after races. Have you ever gotten a great massage after a race? Oh man, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Every runner has their own individual lifestyle, you know? We don't all do the same thing or work the same places. Some of us are constantly stressed out, exhausted, sluggish, restless. In those scenarios, it's kind of hard to fully recover, right? So you got to take care of yourself. Mental health is just as important as your physical health. So what I recommend is you have to determine whether the recovery phases that you plan between your workouts are sufficient for your body. It's all about you. What works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. And trust me, as a rookie runner, you need to take recovery very seriously if you want to be in this game for the long term. I want to be that 70-year-old that's out there running half marathons.
So do what's right for you. Rookie Runner Podcast Episode 6 is brought to you by Butter and Lie. Butter and Lie is a natural soap company committed to creating products that are simple and gentle on your skin, full of what your skin needs and free from what it doesn't. Their bar soaps provide the perfect clean without artificial fragrances, colors, or any of the toxins that leave your skin feeling dull, dry, and damaged. I use it regularly. And I like it a lot. You know, as a runner, I'm like taking a bath or a shower twice a day at least. And I need something natural on my skin that provides the right clean without the extra ingredients. I like their charcoal bar. They also have a turmeric bar that's also excellent. Do check them out at butterandlie.com. So my story of uh, earlier with the incident, <laughs> I'm sure it has a lot of people thinking about the night runs, right? I'm sure that problem is not, the problem of safety is not a concern during the day. It's more of a night thing. And as I said, I'm going to be paying a lot more attention. Trust, trust and believe. <laughs> A lot of runners may think that because they don't carry valuables as they run, they're not likely candidates uh, for an attack. Unfortunately, that may not be true. When running, you should always be aware of your surroundings and take precautions to protect yourself. It's easy to become so focused on the run that you stop paying attention to what's happening around you. I'll tell you, I'll never do that again, especially after last evening. When you're preoccupied and not paying attention, not being aware, you definitely make yourself an easy target for a potential attacker. So don't forget, stay safe and take the necessary precautions. I will be right back to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to my solo episode, a one-man show. <laughs> Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to my thoughts. As you know, we keep the rookie runners under 30 minutes as we tackle a subject that most runners may find relevant to their day-to-day -day running journey. I uh, hope you liked my stories. And uh, we'll be back next week with a, uh, a guest, a surprise guest, and we'll keep the conversation going. 
Did you know that you can leave a message for the Rookie Runners podcast that may possibly be used in a future episode? Yes, you can. Just go to anchor.fm slash rookie runners. Click on message and you will be prompted to leave a message that may be used in a future episode. Speaking of which, take a listen to my most recent message from a listener. Her name is Jennifer, and she answers the question, Why do you run? So take a listen. My name is Jennifer Gerard. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I run for my health, for fun, and also for those who cannot. Thank you so much, Jennifer. That was a beautiful message. And by the way, you are the winner of a $20 gift card. As promised for the contest that I announced in my previous episode. Let's keep the conversation going, folks. You can leave me a voice message. It doesn't necessarily have to be published into the podcast if you don't want it to, but you can send me a, a voice message via the podcast. I announced the way to do it earlier. Or you could send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. That's what I call, let's keep the conversation going. The Rookie Runners Podcast. We are on Instagram at Rookie Runners Podcast. Facebook at Rookie Runners. Twitter, runner underscore rookie. And of course, you can listen on your favorite podcast player, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. Yeah, I'm having fun. So please, let's keep the conversation going and uh, be well. Stay safe and run happy. I'll catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.